Feedback. Feedback sound effect. Feedback sound effect. One, two. <coughs> t- testing. One, two. Testing. One, Unique. Two. New York. You, 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 fuck. Mike, can we, we go? Do we boat, have time for me boat. to go back? Red leather, yellow. Hold on. Let me check my notes. Leather. It's, it's, it's leather. leather. Peter yeah, it's red leather Piper and then pecked leather. a peck of pecked peppers. Pick the peck. Pick, pack, pick. Give peck. me the gift of a grip top sock, a clip drape ship shape tip top sock. Not your knick knock knock need knick knock sock, but a plastic elastic grip top sock. What, was that a real one? That was really yeah, good. I, I think we're ready. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Uh, okay, okay. <clears throat> Attention, one and all. Limbrookians at large, welcome to the introduce first, us first annual. What? Introduce us, and then we'll go up and we'll introduce everything. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, hold, please. Uh, sorry, sorry. So it's it's we yeah. introduce introduce ourselves. us. Maybe do okay. a voice so okay. that they don't know. So it's that they us. don't know that it's God. It. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> okay. Hello, Limbrookians. Welcome Hi. to the first annual auction of Limbrook for the mayor's office. Please uh, yeah. welcome to the stage your hosts slash people introducing your auctioneer, Mike G and Adam Rudy. Hello. Come on up, guys. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. It's me. Hi. I don't like that guy, though. Boy, Mike, I don't know about... Jesus Christ. (laughs) Boy, Mike, I don't know about you, but this sure is one good-looking crowd, am I right? (laughs) Yeah, they're all all great, except Frank. He's ugly. This is... Fuck. This is going terribly Frank, already. Frank took a shit on my lawn last last night. I don't <laughs> like you. Well, anyway, the uh, we're so excited to have you guys all here. Uh, like that different person said, uh, I'm Adam Rudy. I'm the uh, liaison, the ambassador from Limbrook to Sotheby's Auction House. I'm so honored to represent you in the world of international auctions. And today is no different Mrs. Sotheby's in the back. A round of applause, everybody, for Mrs. Sotheby's. Hey, everybody. But I'm Mrs. not. Sotheby's. But I'm not up here alone. I'm joined, of course, by Mike G. Mike, why don't you tell the people what you do? Hi, everybody. I'm Mike G, and I am the uh, assistant to the jeweler for this uh, for the, this this uh, this fine town. Uh, we have actually that you're gonna see one of our boxes on 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 display. Make sure you break out those wallets, everybody. I I'm looking at you, Frank, because you owe me money. Just, just turn turn away. For the cleanup. Just pivot he pivot took, away. He took a dump. He took a dump. I know. <laughs> Mrs. Sotheby's is here. This is big. So, if we screw this up, I'm not gonna have this job next week, Mike. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this. I know how big a deal this is. All right. Let's see Introduce you later, Frank. Okay. <laughs> now, the moment you've all been waiting for, the mayor of Limbrook himself, the one, the only, Alex Shear. Bring him out, everybody. Your auctioneer, everybody. Your auctioneer. Oh, wow. What a large crowd. Mike. Adam, why don't you guys go out into the crowd just in case you want to interview any? Yeah, we'll people. run the mics around. Don't worry. Who, who yeah, yeah, yeah. Win, uh, so yeah, that people you. can say their bids into them. Yeah, no, that, that's that's the plan. You know, uh, 
here at uh, HQ, we like to do things a little bit differently. And our auction today is actually, it has an unofficial sponsor. Uh, in Limbrook, we have a rule that uh, each week we broadcast an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond to the crowds uh, of our town. And then, you know, we go around town and talk with people about them on our podcast. Everybody Loves Everybody Loves Raymond, which you'll all be on tonight. Yeah. yeah. So, in honor of this auction, uh, we would like to send special praise to Season 3, Episode 4 of Everybody Loves Raymond. Getting even. Ray goes too far. Winnie signed up to auction a charity event for Deborah, and now she wants revenge. While Ray freaks out over what she's planning, he never realizes that she is taking advantage of his biggest weakness. Ooh, intrigue. I'm sure this will come up as we go throughout the night. But uh, I don't know about you guys. I think uh, I think we're just ready to jump right into uh, the auctions, right? I, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Uh, Adam, Mike, you guys are out there. Who's giving me the stuff to auction? Um, let me come up and do that. Sorry, everybody. We're one mic down, but uh, we got the best one in the audience. Am I right, Mike G, everybody? <laughs> hey. That's me. That's okay. me. Alex, What's here for... is lot number one. This oh, is... Oh, wow. Look at that. It's a Dominatro mask that uh, <laughs> a certain uh, a certain man used to wear around town. Game worn, Ooh. everybody. Game worn. We're, uh, we're, we're auctioning that off. We're, we're yes, really doing we that. Yes, we are. All right. Let's see how many loyal customers are here with us tonight. Uh, $80. Ready. Hold I'm on, sorry, you got to tell them where to start. $80. All right, let's start at $81. Oh. $81. Hey, I hear $81. Do I hear $82? $82. $82. Do I hear $87? $87. What are you trying? 90 bucks. I need hey, some. Hey, 90 bucks. I need consistency in well, how you you're increasing. Oh, you're on Everybody off. Loves Everybody Loves Raymond, <laughs> where consistency is the last thing on our mind. Now let's hear $95. $95 for the weird Too mask. Too much fluff. <laughs> 95 95 hey. over here. 95 to the little boy with the speech impediment. Do I hear 96 <laughs> no, no, 9 to 6 96 to my dad. Do I hear 97? Uh, 97 from me, Mark McGrath, the lead singer of Sugar Ray. 97 for the liar. Do we hear 98? <laughs> uh, yes, hi. Hi, yes, I would like to bid $112, please. I don't know if there is a higher number than that. I, I don't know. Should we, should we give it to him, folks? Boom. Sorry for bursting open the doors, everyone. It's me. Albert Einstein. Oh, hi, Albert. $113. By the way, it's me from before who said he was Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Oh, shit, it's this asshole. I like <laughs> this guy. Let's give him the mask. Going yes! once. Hey! Going twice. Asshole oh, to, uh, right. to that guy. Mike, go All over right. and, uh, and give him a mic. I'll go interview. Hello, uh, Mr. Mr. Einstein. We're a big fan of your work. Uh, we we love the hair. We love the E equals shit. That was great. Uh, what do you what do you plan on doing with this mask here today? Well, my famous tongue plus this math equals a successful dominatro business. 
Mike, is it um, that easy? You know what? I, I just wanted to say, I don't know if it's easy, but he's got the basics down tight. I think this is going to be great. <laughs> Albert, how much money would you say if it would be one night with, with Dominatrio Einstein there? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. E equals MC squared. Dollar. Hey, That's you heard number. it here first, guys. <laughs> I... I, no, no, listen, wait, I have a better uh, answer. Sorry, can you ask me that again? And I am going to keep oh, this sure, in. Oh, sure, sure. How, how much would it cost for one night with Dominatro Albert Einstein over here? Hey, man, no fixed price. It's all relative. That's a good answer. That's a great answer. You hear the people going nuts for that one right now. That's uh, that's great. All right, uh, I gotta go have uh, tea with my best friend, Princess Diana. Hey, oh, that'll make end sure great. that guy can't get back in. Lock the doors. Lock the doors. Yeah, no, he's not getting back in. All right, great. all right. That lot brings us to our second lot of the night. Here you go, Alex. Oh wow! Oh, thank you. Careful of the head. Oh, I. I mean, there's a whole lot to this item. Uh, we've got this uh, custom Funko Pop from the collection of one Mike F. Uh, rest in power. Mm. Oh, wait, what? Hold, uh, hold, on. hold on. I don't know if he would like those. All right. Being... We Since don't... Mike F's not Austin. here to uh, to offer his concern, We're... why don't we start the bidding at one penny? I'll do one. Hey, hey, I'll do one penny. Hey, I got one penny. Do I... All right, uh, hold on. Uh, I think we're all me, finding sir. that a little distracting. We're going, we're going yeah, back to I, zero I, pennies. I can't, I can't help but watch the tongue. I, I don't know if that's a good idea. Oh, you should go. You should go hang out with Einstein. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, listen. Hello, uh, excuse me, sir. I will bid. 14 hours of community coddling. Nice try, Mike. Just for that there. Listen, hey, hold on a second. I just want to say... Do I hear one dollar? He stole that old lady's wig. Fucking all right, all right, fine. I'll go. bid one penny. Are we still all on right. one penny? No, we're on one dollar now. Okay, I'll bid one dollar and one penny. You hear that, Mike? It's more valuable now bid, than ever. I will I'm Miss Sotherby, and I will bid one dollar, two pennies... And my firstborn grandchild for that their Funko Pop collection. Alex, take it. Sold. Take it. Yes. Sold. Yes. Sold. Sold. We want Next her to be happy. Next on the auction list is uh, Mrs. Sotheby's offspring. Yes. If you, ma'am, if I may. I, Thank you. I, I, can I have a? Oh, dear Johnny. Can I have the uh, birth certificate so I can cross out his name and write lot three? Yeah, there you go. Here, here, here it is. He's 14 years old. You are so brave as an old, older mother. I I really respect you and everything. It takes a lot of effort. I mean, until now, until you, child. yeah, until you auctioned off your child. It's well, just. It was really easy up till now, but now he's a 14 year old teenager and he's getting lips, so I'm kicking him to the curb. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. All right. Here, Alex, lot three. Watch the head. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what a cutie. Um, Fuck all you. Does, does this Lot count as child trafficking? Hmm, no. Because it's a bachelor auction. It's a bachelor no, it's, auction. No, it can't be because he's only adoption. 14. Mm. He's 14? Yeah. I can hold yeah. him with one I'm hand. 
Listen, I'm a small man. I got I they 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 rejected me from the football team for that reason. I'm a little bit sensitive about it. Football I'm a draft. We're gonna draft him. We're gonna draft him, and that's uh, the way it's not child trafficking. I am 14 years old. Bring in the bring in the NFL. Uh, okay, Mr. Dick, uh, come on in. Yeah. NFL on Fox te- uh, theme. Okay, we got Coach Ditka coming in, and that's it. Are you, Hello, uh, Mike Ditka. Is that the? Are you the only representative from the NFL? Could en- uh, no uh, one else can make it? Believe it or not, we don't have. There aren't that many people. I'm also not a coach, but uh, regardless, I guess I'm here today. Yeah, you haven't you been out of the game for a while? But regardless, uh. With the 472nd pick in this year's NFL draft, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and down to be a clear, that's the Cleveland Browns, not the Cleveland Browns, which is the football no, no, team. The, this we're is the your minor thing. league team for the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. We're the Cleveland Browns, uh, and uh, we would like to put down a forty-dollar uh, salary for this year, fourteen-year-old. Uh, miniature of a boy his name is lot three lot three yeah any other i'm gonna say i'm gonna say soul yeah like, i don't let's think just, let's end this here yeah i don't think there's anybody else from the nfl mike dick everybody i'm sorry roger man Good- we see roger oh, right. we see roger goodell we see roger goodell hang his head in shame as he walks out oh, of the room wow i don't know who that is uh anyway. lot four here you go thank you and lot i don't four, need to know. remind you to watch the head. <laughs> this is a dildo. I'm Mrs. Sotherby again. Six hundred dollars. Give it to her. Give it. Nice give try, it. Mike. It's, hey. You can have it for free. You see, Alex throws it, and it crowd surfs all the way to Mike. Right in front of Mrs. Sotheby, pretending that is not you know, going to look good. God I, damn I'm it. sorry. I just we've, I, I didn't want the shame. I'll take it. You know, we've only got 96 uh, lots left uh, at this point. I think you know. I th- I think we got to say how well this is going. Uh, we haven't had I a mean, single item break yet. And we've sold everything. I mean, if you think about it, pretty successful auction so far. Um, that is pretty. Successful. You want lot five? It's uh, sure. No the, head. <laughs> it has no head. Ah, oh, great. Let me just grab this. Ah, I see. It is a can of RC cola. <gasps> Shaken? Oh. Question mark. Not sure. <laughs> That's uh, good. Well, this RC cola, it's uh, it's not exactly easy to come by. This is a uh, this is a can of cola that may have actually been shaken. And sipped oh. by someone who watched this week's episode. Oh, they don't know for sipped. sure. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, it's unopened, but that could be witchcraft. We're not sure. I think it's only fair to set the bid at $100 US. $100 US. Oh, I'm out. I'm Mrs. Sotherby, and that's too steep for me. Mrs. Sotherby, you've done enough. Uh... Are there any other zany characters that want to place some money down on this RC Cola? Anyone at all? There's other like a room than me? Of like 40 people in here. I bid $100. Uh, hey. Mr. Mr. Oh, oh, you uh, that guy uh, bid for $100. Who else? Uh Hey, I'm a, I'm 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 Sheriff Tony. I'll I bid to- Sheriff 
Tony, I don't think you understand Can I just a- say, auctions. Yeah, you don't every, have to you introduce, have yourself, to introduce when you, yourself when you, when you b- place a bid. That's not <laughs> how these things work. Where's characters? Is that not zany enough? I feel like that's a good idiosyncrasy. Sheriff Tony, I feel I like the, the accent hope, and altercation of your voice is enough to differentiate I think the you hope from might the have other uh, zany characters that, that maybe conflict between the bidders would cause biographical information to emerge. Not that everyone would introduce themselves and say their thing up front. <laughs> well, now I'm embarrassed, but I'm still bidding two hundred and fifty dollars on that there RC cola. Two hundred and fifty dollars from Sheriff Tony. Sheriff Tony, everyone, did you know? That that's Sheriff Tony? Because I don't think he knew. Oh, just kidding. My name is Sheriff Tony. That's Sheriff Tony, everyone. X. This this place does not have a sheriff. Who said X? I'm referring to him, ex-sheriff, but also I'd like to bid $10,000. Shut up! $10,000 to Martha Stewart. That's right. I'm... Hey, if I don't get this, I'm going back to prison, and I cannot promise that it's going to be for a financial crime this time. I mean, you never know. This cola might have a uh, have a shiv or a knife or a key stuck in it. You don't know. Uh-huh. Could be very useful behind bars. So don't you dare sell that sell that that cola to Martha Stewart. She doesn't deserve it. Do you have ten thousand and one dollars, Sheriff Toby? I'm Sheriff Tony, first of all. Oh, sorry, I guess See, you didn't say your name See, now you realize enough. why the introduction might have been helpful. Look, look, Tony, to be fair, you are sitting next to Sheriff Toby. Yeah, me, it's I'm confusing. Sheriff Tony. I guess. You know what? New uh, new rule. Uh, current bid is $10,000 for the RC Cola, but I will give 99% off to anyone who can tell me a little bit uh, of an opinion about how they feel about uh, this week's episode. Uh, hi, I, I, I would like to throw my hat in the ring for that. Ah, yes, uh, you person. Yeah, we haven't been introduced. Uh, my yeah, name's... please introduce yourself. This well, is important in bidding. My name's Henry, and... Henry! Yes, and I work at the school. I uh, Which school? The university. I work at Limbrook University. I I was. I am, a secretary, at the university, and I'm Henry. Well, thank you, Henry. You know, as uh, as someone from uh, from the university that kind of got us off the ground, the very real university that gave us actual money to start this podcast. Uh, please let me know uh, kind of what your thoughts are on this episode. Well, overall, overall, overall. start. I thought this was a troubling episode, and not just because I spend a lot of time shredding things in the psychology department, but a lot of emotional manipulation in this episode, a lot of uh, not being nice to your spouse. Uh, I mean, I'll give Deborah a break on it, because she didn't force Ray into anything, but I mean... It was pretty painful watching Ray roast his wife and then not even apologize for it afterwards uh, or listen to her when she says she feels a certain way. Other than that, though, I mean, it was pretty funny. So, Would you say, Henry, that uh, this uh, kind of structure follows a formula with Ray's character where he, one, refuses to do something, two, is forced to do it, three, sucks at it until he gets a laugh, Four, then takes it way too far, and then five, regrets his actions, and then six, repeats? 
Can you give me another example of this pattern? I apologize. I've only started watching these since I've been forced to. Certainly. Mike, give him an example. Uh, hi. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm really just trying to, uh, assuage the brewing rage of Sheriff Tony and Sheriff Toby, uh, oh, you for know what? their, I got uh, one. yeah, the eulogy. Oh, down Tony. You know what? That's a good point. When he had trouble writing the eulogy, didn't want to do it, didn't want to do it. And didn't. then, I mean, he, he didn't really get laughs, but like he really screwed that up yeah um that's true i think yeah it does it does follow a similar pattern i think um ray we really got to see ray sort of unravel himself um we're so used he unraveled himself now that's why i like you um he uh we see him so often his like avoidance affecting other people he doesn't want to confront people uh he doesn't want to you know do the hard thing but when he's sort of left alone with himself or has this internal conflict and he i think we've seen it other times um he really uh it's it's a hurricane in there i mean it's not uh, pleasant to watch uh i mean it is funny to see him sink deep into these depths of paranoia but it's also deeply troubling troubling indeed and you know what i think that is a good enough response to get the discount what do you think people i think it's fucking bullshit all right sit down toby and tony or whatever you are well i if i if I may, I don't mean to upstage the event, but why not give the sheriff and the ex-sheriff a, a chance to speak their minds? Both All of right, them. Sheriffs. Alternating. At the same time. Yeah, yeah, go back and forth. Make sure you introduce and yourself. Maybe they'll even have different opinions that they'll have to simultaneously defend. Yeah, if I like your opinions more, you can have the cola. I'd respect that. I, I think I think so. I think all we need is a good old-fashioned war between these two gentlemen. Who's going to start the bidding? Oh, I'm Sheriff Tony, and I think that it really sucked this episode. I'm Sheriff Toby, and I thought, I thought Ray rocked. You know, believe I'm, it or not, they're not related at all. Sheriff Tony, I'm, again, I'm Sheriff Tony. What are you talking about? I thought that Ray did a terrible job. It's compulsive with him. He has to introduce himself. Yeah, you listen. I, I, you, it's helpful. This is my thing. This is my thing. And I, I'm offended by the by the interruptions, to be perfectly honest here. But Sheriff, but listen, I'm Sheriff Tony, and Ray just went for laughs the entire <laughs> the entire time in the in the first part of the part of the show and and it was it was bad i'm sheriff toby and i gotta <laughs> say deborah was floundering up there the show would have been dog shit <laughs> no matter what and ray did his best to save it sure he had to do a little bit a little bit of ribbon in order to save it but that's okay i think Re- deborah should have been thankful i'm sheriff tony she was mortified <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That was a terrible, terrible thing to do to your wife. You sold her out. I'm Sheriff Toby. She had to have a thicker skin. Are you kidding me here? That was, uh, I, I just, I don't think, and then psychologically torturing him for it. I'm Sheriff Tony. He didn't even feel a little bit of remorse. Are you kidding? He was, I'll tell you what, if that was, if that was me and Mrs. Sheriff Tony, I would be out on the street tomorrow. I'm Mrs. Sheriff Tony and I'm really upset with you, dear. I'm sure. 
Wilkes. I'm sorry, honey. Did I did I bring home Who the, the hell wrong? Who are you? I'm Sheriff Tony. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you. I'm, I'm Mrs. Sheriff Tony, and I'm not happy with you. I'm Sheriff I'm Tony Sh- Jr. Can Sheriff Tony come and read me a bedtime story? I'm Sheriff Tony Jr. I'll be up there in a second. You Wait, you I'm head Sheriff right Tony Jr. No, I'm Sheriff Tony. You said you're Sheriff Tony Jr. I can't trust you anymore. Get out of my house. I'm Mrs. Sheriff Tony. I think he was saying that he is Sheriff Tony, comma, Jr., referring to you, Sheriff Tony Jr. I'm only five. I can't do track that I'm kind Sheriff of Tony, syntax. And I really- <laughs> I'm Sheriff I'm sorry. Tony, I meant to say I- I'm Sheriff Tony Jr. I'm Sheriff Tony, and I think that we really need a lesson in syntax here. I'm telling you, Junior, you should go upstairs. I'll get Thomas the Tank Engine for you in a minute. I'm talking to Sheriff Tony Jr. I'm Sheriff. (laughs) Wow, I really appreciated seeing those two guys uh, really uh, share the whole picture with us. Yeah, now get him out of here. Kill him. Wait, wait, hold on. I want to know who gets the... I'm Sheriff Tony, and I want to know who gets the cola. I'm Sheriff Uh, Toby, and I want to know who gets the cola. I'd like... I'm Henry, Uh, and I'd like to take myself out of the running for the cola and just let these two work it out. I'm Sheriff Toby, and I think that's a damn good idea. Get out of here. During the the cutaway, I drank it because I was bored. Uh, You can have the can, though. You say Alex chucks to him. And Sheriff Tony and Sheriff Toby pile on to each other it. trying to fight. Wait, who got it? They didn't you introduce see- themselves. I don't I'm Sheriff Toby and I got it. I'm Sheriff Tony, you son of a bitch. Bam! And you see that Sheriff Tony shoots Sheriff Toby in the head. They never they in never the got head. rid of their guns in the head. Oh my god, All everybody right. look away. Everybody look away. We're gonna move on to lot six. Um Mrs. Subbies, please look away. Uh, can we get somebody in here to clean that mic? Can you mop that up or something? Yeah, uh, yeah lot I got six, it. I got Alex. It. Here you go. <coughs> there will be okay. any, there will be non-disclosure agreements at the door. Everybody, don't worry. Lot six. Oh, this is a big one. Uh, this is a hot ticket item for uh, for many of you. I'm sure the reason why you're here. It is the sex camel. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Is that what a camel sounds like? More or less. I guess that's what a sex camel sounds like. Wow, look at that. You know, most yeah. camels have two humps, but this camel has two humps and five legs. <laughs> Jesus we Christ. We start getting off at $30. Jesus Christ. I get it. How much money? $30. I hear $30. $30. I don't hear 30 There it is. $30 to the perv. Do I hear $35? I'll, t- I'll, I'll do $35. $35 for the other perv. 35, $40. $40. $40 to the clearly nice gentleman covered in blood. I'd, uh, I'd like to bid. I'd like to bid for $45. Who are you? Mrs. Sotheby. Mrs. Sotheby, you fucking weirdo. Okay, $45 going once. Do I hear 50 Let her have $45 it. going twice. Do I hear 60 Let her have $45 it. going one final time. I'll I'll do I'll do sixty dollars for the sex camel. God damn it, Mike! I want the sex camel. We're supposed camel. to let Mrs. Sotheby's take it. Uh, uh, she already she's gotten too much already. Wow! She gave up her child. <laughs> yeah, like ten minutes to, ago. To get what? I genuinely forget. What did she give up her child for? Honestly, I don't remember. Mike hmm. gets the sex camel. Yeah. Wow. 
Oh, no, I'm Mrs. Sotheby's it. is leaving. Mrs. Sotheby's, wait. I'm going to chase after no. her. You guys keep going, uh, keep going. Mrs. Sotheby's. Sex camel, nobody gets the sex camel. Mrs. Sotheby's, let's go for a walk. Come on. Uh, oh, let me oh, show you, you around. Sugar. A, around oh, Limburg. Sugar, this you're, is. You're strong. Yeah, let me pick you up and we'll go for a walk. Woohoo! This is uh, the Limbrook Middle School. Uh, it is uh, grade mm. eight. Mm-hmm. And we just don't have the other ones uh, because this town is unfortunately struggling and could really you know. use the assistance of a major international auction house in bringing in more money. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad that we have the one that we do right now. I mean... Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I need to... Uh, I haven't been carried like this since my late husband, Mr. Sotheby's, uh, passed away about eight years ago. He was shot in the head by Sheriff Tony. <laughs> that man's a menace to society. Please don't shoot. Uh, I'll give you anything you want. I've got diamonds in the back. I, uh, Please. Uh, I, I don't even know what I did wrong. I'm Sheriff Tony, and I can't be bribed by the likes of you. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Will you do it for fifty dollars? I'm Sheriff Tony. Keep talking. The door breaks down. Freeze! <gasps> Stranger with the gun. We're looking for Sheriff Tony. Have you seen him? He's Sheriff Tony. Me? Holy crap! He is. No! Get him, boys. <laughs> oh, that's. A, I'm so sorry. Uh, that must be so hard to. Were you guys together long? Mm-hmm. Yeah, about fourteen years. Wow, and. So you lived a whole life before being part of the Sotheby's family. Yeah, you could say that. I, uh, we adopted the kid because we wanted the kid. And uh, then, then Mr. Sotheby's died. So, you know, I, I just decided to give him up. It was over. Uh, what was, uh, where did you grow up? And uh, by the way, this is the fountain in the shape of Ray Romano. And of course it is mannequin piss style. So, you know, just if you're sensitive Ooh. to that sort of thing. That's classy. And it is anatomically correct. We had somebody sneak in. I could I can tell. That was it, it seems proportional. I got to I got to give you that. That's pretty uh pretty solid. That's well, great. Well, hey, you should uh, compliment Ray on the proportionality of it. I mean, he's I mean, hey, blessed. Listen, I've seen his wiki feed. I think that we could that we could say his wiki wiki peen? Is that a thing? Uh, you know, that sounds like impressive. a good idea. I mean, I really hope that it it goes well, for you, what do you say you come back to the auction, you know, maybe throw some money around, maybe talk about maybe Sotheby's doing auctions here and giving the town a 10%. I mean, come on. Do you think that they'd like my Wikipedia idea? Could we auction off the Wikipedia? Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, let me just ask, uh, text Alex here, um, Wikipedia? What the hell is a wiki pen? <laughs> okay, come on, Mrs. Sotheby, sit down. Okay, uh, so uh, lot uh, six, Alex. Why don't you uh, read off what that is? I'm sorry, uh, seven. Excellent. We're on seven. Lot seven, the booby hatch. Excellent. Uh, this was, uh, of course, mentioned in the episode, um, and uh, much like Deborah's crafting was created for us uh, by our one and only... Uh, Mike G, basically how it works is that you cut a hole on the shirt, place it over it, and then you pull the string on the side, and then it flips open, uh, covering the face and revealing the chest, the booby hatch. Uh, It's a great invention, according to Mike. 
I do think it's a good idea. I'll be honest. Who are you? I'm on Mike. That's Mike. Okay. I'm Mike. I think that was a a little bit of a a drawl to that. Yeah, I, I've just been hanging. For, there is a lot of Southerners in the crowd today, and I think that just confused yeah, me a little South bit. Yeah, from South Limbrook, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you never trust that South What's side. the bidding at? Oh, yes, the bidding starts at $10 for this original prototype. Remember, you can take it to Shark Tank and get it uh, denied. <laughs> uh, $10 here. $10 for the guy with the busty wife. Please let him win. <laughs> it's for me. Okay, please let him win. <laughs> and he's doing the like uh, buff guy peck dance, obviously, uh, nice. under his mesh shirt. You see the uh, the the wife look down and look up approvingly. <laughs> She's I will nodding give you, heavily. Um, excuse me. I will give you forty dollars to give it to that guy. Sold. Thanks, everyone. Smartest guy in the world. Yep, that's me, James Sex. Uh, Nice to see you all. And obviously my wife, Barbara Sex. uh, Let's (laughs) give it up for James Sex at the Killer Pecs, everyone. (laughs) That's my favorite band. Thank you. You know, unlike the uh, unlike the uh, unlike the the box that Deborah made in the episode, I promise this will not fall apart and be a subject of ridicule. Uh, I know you guys are a married couple, so uh, I promise there will be no insulting based on the uh, you know qualifications of this product. Mike sure that he Mike spent all night on this. You know he's very good at building. I, it broke. It broke in my hands. Uh, I can't uh, pull it back up. Oh well, I guess I guess my pecs are gonna be hanging out all day now. I would like to interview the new purchasers, uh, Mr. James Sex and his wife. Uh, Excuse guys, me. I just Excuse me. Dr. Barbara Sex and I are married. Do not reduce her to my wife. <laughs> yep, that's right. James Sex likes Borat. I would like to offer uh, interview James and Dr. Sex. Uh, sure, well, I'll, I'll allow it. Does, does, is that acceptable? Do I have to include Barbara it's, in there? You're mixing some things. You could do Mr. and Dr. You could do James and Barbara. Or the sexes. So, Mr. and Mrs. Sex. <laughs> Mr. and Dr. Sex. Uh, I, I just wanted to ask, so you, you bought this you bought this here, and you guys are you guys seem very excited about this auction. I gotta ask you, you guys have been married how long exactly? Sixty-nine years. Oh hey, hey. listen. Yep. Good for you Why guys. You're old. Yeah. Hell you know what they say. I gotta ask, have you ever had any arguments or any mind games like that that Deborah uh, and Ray did to each other this episode? Well, I can't say that we have. We have a very healthy and well adjusted relationship. I mean there's teasing and then there's uh psychological I, you know, torture. Yeah, psychological torture. Ray uh so for Ray from Ray's side Debra's telling him how she feels. He's telling her she doesn't feel that way. Debra says, don't tell me how to feel. Uh, I was like, hell yeah, because she needs, she's standing up for herself and her you know, right to express her emotions, and Ray is just not listening. And I don't think he even apologized in this scene. He was just like, you don't feel that way, come on. Uh, very dismissive. And that's just not a way to go about a relationship. Look, if my, if Barbara tells me 
that we've been doing it for too long, I listen. You know, I'm not saying we're perfect. We fight. But uh, I don't know. I, I just didn't like that. Deborah. I mean, there's an argument to say that Deborah didn't do anything. But there's also I mean, an argument to say... she literally didn't do anything. That's true. Yeah. Uh, she... I, I wonder if Deborah saw how Ray was unraveling himself or if this whole thing was intentional from the start. Uh, mm. The latter, obviously, is more troubling. Um, whereas if she just was watching him unravel himself and had not really intended this, but then seized on the opportunity to teach him a lesson, that's better. Either way, yeah, th these sort of emotional mind games are not great. I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm with you, but I also think that there's a certain level of deserve. Like, yeah, you're right. In you know, an ideal scenario, I think these parents, these people would be behaving better amongst each other. But I also think that, you know, you gotta have a little tit for tat in a marriage, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, Ray, Deborah shouldn't have psychologically manipulated uh, Ray, which I think happened because I think she's that shrewd of the the classic sitcom. I tortured you by not doing anything, and I let your guilt destroy you alive. Uh, but I also think that like Ray deserved it, and Ray was very funny. That's absolutely true. As Sheriff Toby and Sheriff. And the late, the late Sheriff Toby and Sheriff Tony made very clear to us uh, that it, it was funny. It was very funny. It was a good time. But also, like, Frey deserved to get fucked with. And I think that Deborah did that very, very well. So That's I don't know. also You're true. You're right. It's troubling. It's problematic. She's technically the bad wife if you go to therapy. But who cares about therapy? He deserved it. I mean, I you're not wrong. I mean, he did do... He, as Deborah says, he was a real laugh whore yeah. and was completely <laughs> selling her out. Uh, you mean it crushing it? Well, Question yes, from it the was auctioneer. actually funny. Mm. Do you think there's any possibility that Deborah was being honest the entire episode and when she said, I'm going to get you back, by the morning she realized that she really did regret it and was just straight with Ray, like, hey, I'm not going to do anything. And then a couple days later... She realized Ray wasn't getting off of it, so to get him off of it, she just told him that was her plan, so he'd stop like whining about it. I think that might be reading too much into it. Well, I, I think but. that's a that's the reading of it that puts Deborah in the best light for sure, and I'd like to think that that's the case. That it, um, I I don't know if she didn't realize at a certain point so much as saw what he was doing to himself and saw the opportunity. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's certain, it seems from Deborah's behavior, unless she's a really great actor, uh, which Patricia Heaton is, but Deborah Barone, perhaps not, um, she wasn't, she literally wasn't doing anything. Robert asked her, uh, are you trying to get Ray? And she said, no. And then, I mean, it was, I, I'd like to think that you're right, Alex. But I mean, that's just a, I mean, that's a, that's a literal, I mean, that's kind of just a, an assumption or a theory yeah. based on kind of what we're presented with in the episode. Part of me does think that she was kind of just like punking him a little bit, but 
I think it's up to each individual person. I think Deborah's too. I think Deborah's too smart to not have planned that out. I think that that worked out too perfectly for her not to have been pulling the strings most of the time. I think. I think that she was behind most of it. And or was she just pleading innocent. She just knows Ray so well. Like uh, mm-hmm. she only had to pull the one string and let mm-hmm. him do the rest. Right. I mean, like you know, we know Ray. I feel like anyone who's seen Everybody Loves Raymond uh, probably could have uh, succeeded at this just because he's a little uh, predictable in that aspect. Well, yeah, for Raymond sure. Is. That's all that I have to say about it. Look, uh, you should uh, keep going with the auction. I'm just going to be over here. I've got to oil up anyway. I'll go into Mr. Universe later. Uh, oh, hey, listen. Say hi yeah. to Seabum. To whom? Hmm. Seabum, Chris Bumgarner, the, the Chris Bumstead, the Bumstead? Yeah, Bumstead. The, the you know, <laughs> bodybuilding man of our generation. Oh, this is not a sanctioned, sorry. This is uh, oh. M-I-S-S-E-D space H-E-R space universe. <laughs> this is different. <laughs> Mist. Er, you. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Sorry, well, so wow. we're doing these movies where uh, you uh, it's all different guys who are in long distance relationships with women. Uh, and they missed her. And they miss her. And it's all interconnected. So it's the <laughs> Mr. Universe. Because <laughs> we've got missed her first day of camp. We've got missed her. Uh, you know, Euro Trip 2000. We've got all the all the different. We've mister. got Iron Man 2008. Yeah, that's part of. All it. right, Lot Eight is uh the rejected script for the pilot of Mister Universe. That's a collector's item. That's 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 worth a lot of money. I mean, the TV show didn't work. What can I say? I, we tried to bring right. it to the small screen. I'm gonna go Universe away. Universe man, me and my you... wife are gonna go fuck. What what's this worth before you go fuck? That, uh, you know, from the insider's perspective, that would probably be worth around $4 million. All right. Do I hear $13? Oh, God, this is really $13 going once. Go. Oh, honey, let's do it. Do I hear $12? <laughs> $12. $12. Right $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $12. $
I bid $18 and everything's going to go great for me forever. $16 going twice. $19.97. I'm suing your ass. Holy shit. All right. That's more than this thing's worth. Uh, you could just have it, sir. Here you go. Uh, my name's Joanne. I'm a woman. But I'll take Thank it. You, Thank you, Joe. Here you go. I don't you like this. Taking me my money. Sorry, Joanne. Thank you. We don't misgender here, even as a joke. I'll see you in court, but yeah, okay, goodbye. All right. Okay. Lot nine, Alex. <laughs> Lot nine, we have floating crap. Floating crap. Oh, the can- Yum. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, uh... I'm I'm Tugboat Willie here, uh, and I gotta say, I uh, th- this is get off uh, the stage. No, this is a great canoe that I dedicated, and I just want to say that this is the actual canoe that was used in the hot close of this episode, <gasps> which I think is one of the funniest cl- hot closes that we've seen in a very very long time. As we watched Marie float into the wilderness, no paddle or nothing. And Freak eating chicken pleasantly. That was a very funny end to this episode. Uh, very uh, a lot of work put into that for just a hot clothes. Like mm-hmm. there was legit water there. Like that was a really like advanced set, a and I think that made the joke even better. Purpose built canoe set just for this joke. I thought this was one of our funniest hot closes, but also. This is definitely one of the meanest things we've seen Frank do up to this point, especially because of the close of dueling banjos, uh, the little like implying Mm. that he's pushing her into deliverance, which is not going to end well. I've never seen that movie, actually, but I I do know that uh, unmanned, unpaddled canoes typically do not have a very high, um, you know, survivability rate yeah she'd have to get out would be the yeah. only way or maybe she Absolutely. runs i yeah. mean it did it, look like a shallow river well we we have no idea we only saw the the little dock that they built just for this maybe this was um built for something else and they just took advantage of it because it's a long way to go to call back to 80 dollars for the use of a canoe guess you didn't see deliverance um can we actually tugboat? Can we talk about that scene of, um, you know, after the fight with Ray and Deborah the next morning, and uh, Ray is eating the grapefruit, gets grapefruit oh, juice yeah. to the eye, which he then Classic. retroactively blames on Deborah. <laughs> um, and then Deborah gives him soda for breakfast and says, It's all we have. Um, this is like evidence to me just quickly that she did know what she was doing because they have water too. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. She didn't really even give him a choice and she was very insistent on it. Uh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I think this, uh, this all points to, uh, to being a little fishy. Yeah. At least at first. Um, but yeah, Frank coming in, uh, actually we should go further back. Frank, going around the silent auction, bidding on everything to drive the price up, and then that coming back to bite him in the ass because he won a large proportion of what he bid for, um, including $80 for the use of a canoe. Uh, I thought it was so funny. 
Here's the question. Why was he driving up the prices? Was it just to be an agent of chaos? Yeah, to be destructive. Not to help the uh, school, I'm sure. I I think so. I mean, I I really think that... I think that that Frank knows exactly... Well, thought he knew what he was doing. I think that he was trying to screw people up. Be like, ha ha, look at how much these idiots are spending on the money. Uh, Mm -hmm. What do you think, Tugboat? I mean, hey, that's kind of what I was planning on doing tonight with the canoe. I was planning on driving up this price so I could get as much out of it as possible. How is that going to work? Do you want to? How How are you going to drive the price? We set the price. Alex sets yeah, but, the price. Yeah, but then we 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 bid on it, right? But it's so, your thing. You're gonna bid on yeah. it. Yeah, to drive up the price. You, so you all right, donated it. Alex, more. Alex, I want to see how this works. Let's open up. The uh, floor. Wait, are we? Oh, All right, okay. floor is open for bidding. Okay. Uh, what do you What are you starting the bidding at, uh, sir? Let's start at four hundred dollars. No, you're supposed four hundred dollars for the floating it's crap. Uh, okay. I see how that works. For the floating crap, do I see? Your, do I hear four fifty? No one's gonna bid four fifty. This four fifty. Okay, four. Well, not four fifty for Mister Tugboat. <laughs> All right. Do I hear four seventy five? Come on, someone's got it. Nobody's gonna. This canoe sucks. Nobody's gonna bid four seventy five. They just, floating they just crap. need more time. Four seventy five. All right, tugboat. Thank you. Uh, do I hear five hundred for the Come canoe on. that has Come a on, visible hole in it. it? You guys got it. Yeah. Are you, talking to your, are you hyping yourself up? No, I'm going hyping up twice. these guys. Someone's got five hundred big Everybody's ones. Everybody's on guy. their phone. The nuns are on their phones. And we're done. Mr. Tug- All right, $500 for Mr. Tugboat to get back the thing he gave Swooped us 20 minutes ago. Swooped in at the last ago. second. See, Thank you, Mr. What Tugboat. What did I tell you? This thing went for $500. It's worth $20. <laughs> what a... Uh, <laughs> All right. What a, Do you have anything what else a hero. to say about the uh, episode? I, I, did, I did like... First of all, I also did want to say... I mean, this is going back a little bit farther, but I did want to say the auction room... Quite like this auction room was an abnormally tough room. Like for people at a charity oh, auction, yeah, they had hatred from the begin from the get go for Deborah and for everybody on board, including well, the nuns. By the way, they they did not have any of that. I don't. They I don't actually know about gave that. Deborah an easy time at first because all she did was like, "Oh, we're gonna have fun tonight," and they gave her a full on applause. And at first, I was like, "Wow, this is." They are giving it up as easily as the studio audience of Everybody Loves Raymond gives it up. And then when Ray comes on, it goes to the other extreme. They give him absolutely nothing. There's one uh, background uh, nun who has the like this steely look in her face that I found very distracting of just staring Ray down uh, as yeah, he I do have completely to say, bombs. It's like... Like they really were giving Ray no, sh- no crap, no shit until he started insulting his wife, uh, and then is when they started kind of like, like laughing and oh, like having fun. Def Jam laughing, yeah, completely. It's like when this audience, the Raymond audience, hears, you know, a fine comeback, they lose their shit. This audience was rolling on the floor. Um, yeah, they were. They absolutely yeah. were. You're not wrong. I thought you were, thought yeah. you had more to say there. But yeah, I absolutely. thought I did, but I didn't. Sorry. Um, oh, I wanted to say about speaking of the location of the auction, 
I could not find what exterior that building was. I tried, but I could not find it. I thought it might That's be Hillcrest okay. High you School. Ge- you couldn't geoguess it. I'm, I'm I thought upset. it might be Hillcrest High School because that's Ray's high school, like the real one in Queens, but it was not uh-huh. that at all. Um, so if you okay. know what it is, anyone in this room, if you know what it is, anyone listening at home, if you know what that building is, I would actually like to know. Uh, so Raymond at postfund.org, or for those of you in the room, the suggestion box outside of the mayor's office. Yeah. Which Maybe is you actually went to school there. Not a trash can. Uh, so stop putting garbage in there. Um, anything else about the auction room? I thought it was a good set. And I, I have was, a feeling it it'll fun. be used in the future. Uh, dressed up as something else. Maybe a gym. Cafe I think gym it does get used. The classic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Alex, you want to move on to lot nine? Lot, did lot I think nine. this lot is lot ten. Oh, this okay. Lot, lot ten. 10. Uh, How many lots are there? I think we said about 900 something. No, just just 100. Just 100? Okay. Yeah, just 100. All right. Just 100. 100. All right. Number 100. We have a tuft of Raymond Romano's hair. Acquired questionably. And that's all there is I'm going to say about that. Uh, Why don't we start the bidding at... uh, Seventeen million dollars. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Um, I, yes, I who are you? Please introduce yourself, as is hi, tradition. Hi. Uh, yes, uh, we we've established this. My name is uh, is Randy the Rat. Um, <laughs> lot hi, of Randy the Rat here tonight. Wow. Well, no, yeah, no, we I'm gotta. Not like, if, to be clear, I uh, I take I take I take note of I take offense to that, sir. I'm not an actual rat. I just. I while I was oh, in prison, you're a mouse. I How was I to know on that? a lot of people? I I get it. I get it. I have a I have a rat. You introduce yourself exterior. as just introduce yourself as Randy. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. It's I'm my, Randy the rat because I told on a lot of people in prison, and I just gotta say right now that that tuft of hair I witnessed it being cut from Raymond's head, and um, in prison. Yeah, Ray Ray did a charity event. And he oh, kind of sure. fell asleep, which was a uh, which was a bad move. And then uh, they they you know they cut off his hair. They also scribbled the penis on his forehead. You know the classics. Oh, Mr. Hey. Romano, thank you so much for coming. Uh, we that stand up set that you just did for Death Row was. I mean, they are really gonna remember that when they're in the chair. Hey, it's no problem, Deborah. So you know we can uh, get you you know give you your your pocket knife back and send you on your way if you want uh i know you know we're kind of in the middle of nowhere here and it is pretty late oh you know mitch uh, i'm just gonna go to bed i'm tired uh, do you have like a a, like a like a a cot i can sleep on i mean yeah we've got about 200 of them uh do you you really want to okay yeah yeah i'll just bunk with someone i don't care you don't even want your own jingling the cups on the bars and he's, Ray is, put, takes out his keys and starts jingling them for the guys. Hey, Ray, 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 Me, 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 me. All right, all right, calm down. Uh, here you go, Ray. Uh, I'm going to put you in Randy's cell, if that's all right. Uh, Randy? Thanks, and I'm going to bring in my trusty oh, scissors, because I can't go to sleep without them. All right. Uh, how'd you? Get th- hey. I don't know how you got those through the security. We took your pocket knife, but all right. I mean, it's fine. You're Raymond. Uh, I gotta go. 
I'm everybody gonna... loves me. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Those death row inmates sure did. All right. Good night. Lights out, everybody. Good night, mommy. Hey, uh, ran, uh hey guys, uh, raise to sleep. I don't know what we want to do about that, but raise to sleep. Dipper, 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 dipper. Martinez, Schneider, you guys want to? Yo, what? What's going on, Randy? What? Right, ready to sleep. Ray Romano is in my room, and he's you asleep. You don't need to. This is why you didn't have a cellmate, man. Because you always rat out when people fall asleep. It's so fucking annoying. It's, Every night. Listen, I just am saying we could have some fun here. You know, he's got scissors. We can get a marker. We can leave really leave our mark here. Come on. When Nathan was bunking with you and he had his sleep apnea and he would wake up every fifteen minutes or so, I didn't mind the sleep apnea. I minded you fucking say Nathan's awake. I mean, come on, it's enough. Go back to sleep. Shut up. Okay. Ouch. All right, I just wanted to give the guy some memories. So when he when he goes on tour again, he mentions the wacky times he had in Limburg Prison. You don't. I mean, come if on. If you want to give just, him some wacky times, do it yourself. Maybe I will. Yeah, fuck you. All right, I'll do it myself. Okay, okay. <laughs> and we cut. We we um camera zooms in real big, uh, <laughs> onto Ray's head where a single tuft of hair is, like, sticking up because it's a little matted and uh, tussled. And we cut between that and Randy the Rat's face, extreme close-up, a single drop of sweat beating down, uh, and then to his hand where he's shaking so, so furiously holding the scissors. Back. And, and then we, we cut to the next day and we see Randy in a cell in, in a in an interview room just waiting mm. for people to come in. We see a we see a cop come in, sit down across from him, and they're just staring at each other. So uh you cut Ray's hair off? Yeah. Okay. And the cop stands up and walks away. <laughs> And that's lot 10. All right, do we have $50? I bid $50. I believe it was $17 million to start with, so I'm happy to take advantage of the deal. Ah, shit. I, got, I, I was so entranced by that tail and cutaway, I forgot the price. All right, $50. You know, I say All what right, it is. I can go up $50 to going $88 once. with my social security check. This is going to be worth it. $88 going once. <gasps> what? Oh, no. Well, that'll be twice. fine unless he says 89 in which case I'm... 89, I heard 89. Oh, no. Please, somebody. Mr. G, 89. please, outbid me. Going twice. Please. I'm on a fixed income. On One Mr. last G, time. $90. Mr. G, $90. Oh, wait, I don't have going $90. Oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, no. Mike, why did Mr. you lower G, your voice? Mr. G, going twice. Oh. If no one bets... Oh, uh, oh that Mr. G... <laughs> I was going, I thought you were talking to me, Mr. G, the local weatherman. I didn't realize you were talking to Mike G over there. Yeah, Mike no, Jamaica. Mr. G, the weatherman. Mr. G is spelled J-E-E. -E. Yes. <laughs> it's confusing. It's a hard J. No, I meant Mike oh. Jamaica. 
Oh yeah, I'll throw in ninety five dollars well, for that. I lost my my Funko Pop, right. so I might as well get some collectibles. Yes, ninety five dollars going for the guy who just can't escape his two weird friends going once. Ninety five going twice. And Give me the hair. To I love my it. <laughs> All right, here. Here's your hair. Hey, by the way, we'll I'm just take it out of your pay. I'm Randy the Rat, and I just got to say, uh, what did we think about Robert's that that whole se- sequence with Ray and Robert, with Ray freaking out and Robert uh, reacting? So I thought that was very funny. I I enjoyed that personally, and I thought that questioning method was effective. I've seen it be very, very effective before so. when he questioned Deborah. Did that ever work on you, Randy the Rat? No comment. Okay. Well, I liked it too. It was some classic uh, Ray and Robert shenanigans. Uh, I liked Robert's response, and I like how Robert was kind of like being the rational one of like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> like you know, like it's it's, it's just it's fun to see kind of Robert play the straight man while he's tapping goldfish to his chin. Well, I wanted um, to point out because I did I. Froze. I paused it and rewound it a bunch of times. I looked very closely. He did not do the chin thing with the goldfish. <gasps> Holy shit. Maybe he's no. growing. Really? Maybe he Direct. Straight away into the mouth. Unless he was doing it so imperceptibly that the camera couldn't pick it up. But, I mean, I looked at it for far too long. Uh, because I noticed that it looked like he didn't. He definitely didn't. Um... I liked that scene a lot. Um, so Ray apparently won this celebrity golf thing, although he was the auctioneer, wasn't he? So that's a little bit of a conflict of interest there. That is although true it too. is a si- it is maybe it was maybe maybe it was the silent. Auction. It was a silent auction, yeah. So he could have bid and then gone up and read his own name, which you know here uh, that would probably start a riot. But these are clearly well-behaved people, nuns. Mm-hmm. Um, the setup of Clarence from the celebrity golf thing telling him, uh, calling Deborah, saying Ray should go to the west entrance and wear his rubber spikes, and Ray assuming she's trying to trick him. Uh, I am hip to her jive, she says. Uh, he says, and then immediately tries to get back at her and do what he thought that she did to him, uh, shake up her soda, Deborah's soda, which appeared to be a different kind of RC cola. By the way, it's shocking that they're drinking RC cola and not Canada Dry. Um, Honestly, I thought that too. Isn't that a little weird? It is. I don't think they're the same parent company at all. I don't think uh, RC no, cola. No, I think they are. Let me see. I think they are. You know why? Because I saw a truck the other day that had <gasps> both logos they on are. it. Royal Crown Ginger Ale. Oh, you're right. They are owned by Keurig Dr. Pepper, which is the owner of Canada Dry. That's fascinating. Do you know what RC stands for? Remote controlled? Royal Yep, Crown. remote control cola. No, Alex is exactly right. Uh, how did you know that? Because I oh, saw it on the truck. truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you also said it like two minutes I ago. I did? Oh, yeah, because yes. Royal Crown Ginger Ale. I read that out loud. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Um, no, but he shakes up her soda and it's a real Chekhov's RC Cola for when Robert, then we see him open the refrigerator and the audience immediately knows because this audience is so tightly wound 
they all go, oh. Robert takes out the soda, opens it up full on, long applause break for that. Um, It doesn't take much for these guys, but it was funny. Um, And then, yeah, the interviewing uh, technique. Are you going to get Raymond? No. She says she's not going to get you. Very <laughs> I loved how simple it was <laughs> and how actually effective it probably was. I did. I, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was a well, good bit. Ray is in such depths of paranoia at this point that it's, there's no, it's like trying to convince a conspiracy theorist. Like they already have the justification to rebuff your logic of, uh, you know, it's actually the simplest answer and it's not a crazy thing that you made up in your mind. Um, Ray is beyond that point by now, which I think we're on day two of this, so it doesn't yeah. take much for Ray. Um, and then we immediately, I believe we go from here immediately to the paranoia of Ray just staying awake, waiting for the yeah. other shoe to drop. Wake up, wake up. He wakes yeah. up Deborah, uh, to tell her that he backed out of the golf outing, which I mean, to see him, uh, sabotage himself in such a, uh, like explicit way which we don't always see is um it's heartbreaking honestly i mean for a second there he actually did get me that he double bluffed her uh until i remember that ray's not that smart yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then the 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 the, just the delivery of the you canceled it didn't you yes i I just (laughs) thought that was a a great one-two punch it's a great yeah great bit that was great i mean if we're reading it as Deborah knew what she was doing the whole time and then the reveal of asking Ray how he feels, him saying he feels anxious, which by the way we last saw Ray's anxiety come up in season 2 episode 5 golf. So golf Wow, it's been that long. Golf and anxiety for Raymond inextricably linked. Um, Telling her that he feels anxious and she says, don't feel anxious. And he says, don't tell me how to feel. And she says, there it is. As if she planned the whole thing the whole time. So Came full circle. Yeah, complete full circle. Huzzah. It's a well-written, um, plot-wise, it's a well-written episode. Um, and do you know who wrote it? Is I'll give you a hint. Man? Yeah, former guest of this podcast. Hey! Uh, oh, it's our boy. Good job, yeah. man. So it was a good episode. Um, well written. And then obviously we go to the hot clothes with the canoe. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I did too. I thought it was great. I think that that brings us to our last auction item tonight, don't, doesn't it, guys? Oh, oh, yeah. Let's go to Lot 11. Yes. Mike, do you want to introduce this one? Yes, Lot 11. A collective three-person date. With the stars of Everybody Loves, Everybody Loves Raymond. You get to date all of us at the same time. We'll start the bidding at $4,000. Who's in? $4,000. It's me, the sex family. I can't remember my first name. Oh, yeah. Sex, you're back. Yeah, those two. James and Barbara, Dr. Barbara Sex and I, we would like to take you guys out for Carrabba's Italian Grill. Oh, we would Five love person to polyamory? Do that. Oh my god, hell yes. That sounds so fun. Oh, Can we go? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Wait, Four thousand no, dollars. Go yeah. on once. Go. Five thousand dollars. <gasps> oh shit. Who's that? 
I'm Creepy Kenny. Oh, boy. I want to see you guys in my basement. Hey, uh, sexes, can you do better than uh, four, than $5,000? Yeah, we'll go up to... What's our limit, dear? 6900 Yeah, we'll go up to 6900 yeah. That's right. Thank you, Dr. Barbara. Uh, yeah, six, don't mention well, it. Well, I had, we'll go up to 6900 I had to spend some money on the knives and uh, dissolving fluids, so I can't afford that. He's out. Oh. We did it, dear. Oh, Unless... A listener at home can do better. That's right. Send us $7,000 and we will all meet you for a date. I'm not kidding. Can anybody else uh, top the $6,900? Maybe some other characters from before to come back? Oh, I'm Mrs. Sotheby's. I'm Mr. Sotheby's. Oh, uh, Mrs. Sotheby's, yes. Do I have to take all of you? I'll just take Adam. Oh, all right. Well, unfortunately, uh, $8,000 on Adam. Okay, well, I am I'm married, but um sold. Oh, I kind of want Alexa won't mind. I kind of wanted to go with the If I was gonna do it, I would kind of want to go with James and Barbara sex, but sorry, Dr. <laughs> Barbara. But all right, Mrs. Sotheby's, whatever, it's my job. I'll do it for the town. Woohoo! This is Sotheby's getting late tonight. Let's go, baby. Alright, we gotta go Sorry guys, don't worry uh, Listener, I'm going to uh, I might So what I'm gonna do uh, Mrs. Sotheby's uh, Cut to the hotel room So what I'm gonna do um, Just because of the whole uh, Infidelity thing I'm gonna turn the lights off And then you're gonna hear some rustling And Then maybe Uh you might feel a sensation of being pushed out to sea, um, but that's just us having sex. Ah, listen, baby, as long as you rock that boat, I'm here for it. All right, I'm hitting the lights now. Ooh, ooh, hey, where'd you go? Where'd you, ooh. Babe, I feel Oh, good chicken. This is good. I'm so glad I brought this. Fade to black. <laughs> Mrs. Sotheby died at sea. Fade to black. Her we body see, was recovered three days newspaper. later. <laughs> Mrs. Sotheby's found washed up on the shores of Lake <laughs> Well, everyone, I think that has to do it for our auction today. Yeah. Sorry for the other 89 uh, uh, auctionable items. You can buy them on our website, um, which is printed out and placed on a piece of paper in front of me that you all can see with your eyeballs. Um, as for our listeners, uh, tough noodles, but you should still stay on to hear what we have to say about Raymond this episode. do you guys actually um, have a, a website that they can buy merch at? Uh, the listener, I mean. is. I guess you could go to postfun.org and purchase things that have our logos on it, both for ELELR and our network as a total. You won't have to even bid for them. They are just standard prices. Uh, and fairly so, I do believe. The merchandise items are comfortable and sporty and uh, fun to wear. I'd recommend them. Wow. I'm sold. Awesome. Mike, Adam, you guys want to handle the barometer? I have to go. Uh, yeah, sure. We can take care of that. Fight a man. I think that we, yeah, we, we can do that. No problem. Um, All right. Well, I mean, uh, uh, Adam, you want to go first? Yeah, we'll let you go first. I don't think you've gone first yet this season. Okay. Um, for me, look, Ray was a real 
Uh, so obviously we we need to do the barometer, which are scale from one to ten on which we raise performance as a husband, auctioneer, son, brother, etc. Uh, ten being the great dads of sitcom history. Danny Tanner, Uncle Phil. Mike, give me another one. Uh, the yeah, the um, the I have a bad one in mind. Okay, I'll Jimmy come Turner's back to you Turner's dad for is that, a terrible, then. terrible guy. He's probably a one. Uh, Jimmy Neutron's dad's pretty nice. I, I, I'll, I'll give him an eight. We'll go with that. All right, we're going for a real mid-2000s Nicktoons yeah. scale here, where 10 yeah. is uh, Jimmy Neutron's dad, and one is the bad dads of TV history, men who actively harm their families like Timmy Turner's dad. Um, so for me... For this, I mean, Ray roasting his wife, fine. But when he tells her, when she tells him that she did not like it and she felt humiliated, he should have apologized. So that's fucked. Um, mm-hmm. Driving himself insane, paranoid, Nixon level paranoia, not great. Um, but really, that only hurts himself. Um, canceling the celebrity golf thing, finally learning his lesson. Um, I got to give Ray like a four on this one. I'm not thrilled with him. But also, I mean, what did he really do? What did he hurt? You know, four. I'm, Mike? I mean, he desperately hurt his wife in that he well, humiliated yeah, her in front of everybody. That's uh, those that, six points. That's pretty that bad. I took away I'm, from I'm him. giving him like a, I'm being, I'm giving, I'm being generous when I give him a three. I was like debating between two and a half. Like, oh, wow. He, he like uh, he really sold her out. He and then not necessarily that he sold her out, but then just abjectly refusing to apologize, and then just being like, "Eh, you're fine." When she expressed that she was pissed off, it's kind of fucked, dude. I, I uh, yeah. yeah, three. I think is generous. He was he was not his best self this episode. Um, very funny episode, I will say. It doesn't like we we've mentioned this before. I think need to mention it again. Even though Ray was a bad person, this was one of the funnier episodes this season. Like, yeah. almost no question. The so, two like, are it doesn't not, correspond. Yeah. yeah, not unnecessarily related to each other. In fact, a lot of the times when Ray is worse is when the show is funnier. So, mm-hmm. you know, we don't hate Ray just because he's... Or, sorry, we don't hate the show just because we hate Ray a lot of the time. That is you correct. Know, just anyway, yeah, I'm that, locking in... You, Locking at three. Yeah, you sold me. I changed mine to three as well. Um, all right, we need some. Who is gonna? Uh, we need a third score. It just it won't compute the average unless we have. Yeah, yeah, we three. need a third guy. Ten dollars to add my opinion. Uh, who's that? Who's that? Hold on. Can we turn the house lights up, please? Who? Who is that? It's me, Kingfish. Oh, who? a completely new character. Have. <laughs> Have we met you before? Nope. What? What's your deal? Oh uh, yeah, tell us about yourself, Kingfish. My name is Kingfish, born and raised. I have ten dollars, and I have opinions. I guess that really is all that we really need to know, Kingfish. Tell us your rating. That's on not a scale any of new information, though. <laughs> Does, That's just I mean, rephrasing the stuff that we already know about him. What do you need to know about Kingfish? Well, he said he was born and raised, but he didn't say where. I'd like to know where. Um, what he does for a living. Is he single? Uh, these are things that people would like to know. 
You you got a date with Mrs. Sotheby's. Why, Born, why are you fish, occupation, king, <laughs> single, yes. So okay, so you are. Hold on, take that trench coat off. Oh, th- you are a giant uh, bipedal fish. You're walking upright uh, and wearing a large fedora, but you are a fish. And if I take your hat, oh, a crown. Oh, so you literally are king of of the fish kingdom. Where? No, I am King Fish. Yes. Do you live in the, like, Limbrook Lake or the Fountain of Ray that's mannequin piss style? Like, where are you based? I've never been here before in my life. I am King Fish. I am from Fish Island. Oh. I am King. We learned something. I am Hold on, single. let's seize on that. Um, <laughs> Fish <laughs> Island, where's Fish? Yeah, where's... Is that Pacific or Atlantic? It is an island... That is at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. So Where like there's, Atlantis? I hear, uh, I hear that there is uh, water so like at the bottom the of the ground. Ocean. There is. I like it. I am King Fish. Uh huh. Opinions are had. You still, but if you have an underground or an underwater, sorry, island, it still would be in a body of water that we would be familiar with. Atlantic, Pacific. Indian. Fish have no need for such words. Really resistant to giving us any details about your life. I think he's being as upfront as we need him to be. No, why don't are you? I'm very private. Being hypnotized or? I like Kingfish a lot, man. I don't know what to tell you. I like him. That's why I, I want to know more Fish. about him. I oh. have opinions. I thought we were going to get a little bit more there. What is let's maybe like let's get his opinion. Let's see if we can get him talking. Kingfish, what do you think about Ray's performance this episode? Kingfish pulled similar stunt on his lady friend. <laughs> oh, he does caveman talk. Okay. Nine. Nine? Can you Nine Can you elaborate on that, Kingfish? It is Kingfish's third favorite number. And Raymond is Kingfish's third favorite Sitcom from the 90s. What are your first two? Uh, what are your other two? Marlin in the middle. <clears throat> Stupid. And <laughs> Full Fish. What was that one? Full Fish. I think he's talking about the fish version of Full House. Oh. Full Fish. What about yes. Fish House? Uh, that name was taken. By... By the fish house, which is where we all grew up. Oh, can you tell what us about your, that? Your, Who is the we all in this statement? Can you? I want to know. But uh, the other two. fish. Hey, uh, I want to know what's your first two favorite numbers. If nine is number three, what are your other numbers? And I would like you to be as detailed number as possible two. about your reasoning. Number two, Kingfish likes the number eleven because it's number one twice. Number one is number zero, because it's what Kingfish isn't. But since I cannot use those two numbers on your scale, Kingfish must resort to his third favorite number, which is nine. Okay. I want to have Kingfish back every episode. Kingfish will return. Away! Oh, he just dove into he dove into this glass of water and disappeared. Huh. 
what the what fuck was about. that? That was that, I think that's the most interesting person we've ever had on the podcast. And he refused to tell <laughs> us anything about himself. The thing is, I think he was actively trying to. I think he just didn't understand. He didn't have it seemed like he didn't have the words. Yeah. To tell us about maybe himself. Maybe when he maybe when he comes back, we'll we'll get like a fish translator and then that'll be better. I think that's the move. We can we can only hope. So, Mike, 3 plus 3 plus 9 divided by 3, what's the average of those? That's a 5. Oh, great. A nice so, even 5. So a 5 for Season 3, Episode 4, Getting Even. Oh, hey, guys, I'm back. Hey, how, Did I miss anything? How was your fight? Good, I lost. Who are you fighting? Myself. Oh, that's the man well, appropriate. That, I'll win one day. That about wraps it up for this that's episode a, that, of Everybody that's a, that's Loves a, Everybody. That's a little reference to Somewhere in Queens, by the way. Mm. Oh, I don't remember. It's so far in my memory. The ending poem. That oh, about wraps it up for this the episode. The man in the of, arena. Oh my God. <laughs> that about wraps it up for this episode of Everybody Loves Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to leave a rate and review wherever you're listening to us. We have merch in the bio, in the uh, description below. We have uh, the Baronis Zonus for extra Baron Boys content in the description below. Please click the link, donate what you want for lifetime access down there. Uh, and I think that's all that we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, please remember that everybody loves Raymond. And we love 